Let's get rolling with The Drive at 5. I'm Rick Dayton, and these are the stories driving headlines today. Pitt is going back to in-person spring semester classes that will be rolling in after they have had a phased move in in classes uh, in person classes rather finally set to resume the university of pittsburgh as now the fast spreading omicron variant seems to have at least lessened or passed and it was not a warm day at all as the students started to trek about campus 29,000 on the main campus at pitt and expected next week that carnegie mellon will also do the same thing and go back to mostly in person instruction both institutions began the spring semester with largely remote learning but now with near universal rates on campus facilities and relative modest impact from the Omicron variant thus far, they're moving toward going back to normal operations. I have to say this. I cannot imagine being an educator, an administrator, trying to make these decisions and trying to hit a moving target because for the last two-plus years, they have looked at all sorts of information, all sorts of people coming from all around the world to these major institutions, not just Pitt and Carnegie Mellon, but Westminster and Waynesburg and Allegheny and everything in between. Universities have done their best, but I feel badly for the students because their college experience for the last couple of years is nothing at all like what they thought they were going to have. President Biden making the announcement that Mr. Breyer, the justice, is retiring and he plans to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court by the end of February. A lot of that is information, frankly, that we knew yesterday, despite the fact that Breyer had not sent a letter to the White House making it uh, making it official. Now the president formally made the announcement of the retirement of Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, thanking him for his remarkable service and reaffirming his commitment to nominating the first black woman to the court. The person I nominate, said the president, will be someone of extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. I made that commitment during my campaign for president, and I will keep that commitment. It's long overdue, in my opinion, he said. The announcement kicks off what will be a month-long dance in Washington as the candidates will be jockeying for a rare vacancy. Who exactly is it going to be? Well, there's lots of speculation out there, as there always is on these sorts of issues. But the question that I have is this. I know what you said on a campaign trail. That was a while ago. You've now been president for more than a year. What if the most person, most qualified person is not somebody that you were thinking about a year and a half ago? What if that person is not a black woman? What happens if it is a Hispanic woman? What happens if it is somebody else altogether? To put yourself in a box and to simply say, whatever happened is making the most qualified person the nomination rather than somebody who fits into these particular categories. Ben Roethlisberger officially retiring after 18 seasons with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Worst kept secret. Yes, we've seemed to have known this one for several weeks now. Was Cleveland his last home game? Yep. Was Baltimore the last road game? Yes. Was Kansas City his last playoff game? Yes. And now Big Ben, after 18 seasons with the Steelers, after being their number one draft pick, says he is done. Made that announcement today on Twitter. Now the question becomes... What next? And the Steelers have an awful lot of cap money, I believe third most in the National Football League. Do they spend that trying to shore up their offensive line and getting some help for the secondary? Do they do that by going after some big-name quarterbacks who may or may not be out there? Do they go through the draft and try to find another quarterback to compete with the likes of Mason Rudolph and uh, Mr. Haskins? 
Only time will tell those things. I would love to see them spend a lot of that money on the offensive line and see what happens. But at the same time, if you have an opportunity to take a quarterback in the draft, eh, I could be convinced that maybe that's not a bad idea. And finally, as we wrap up the drive at five, the Governor Tom Wolf vetoing the congressional map sent to him by Republican lawmakers, leaving the monumental job now up to the courts. If you want to know more about this and what they have to say, Senator Scott Martin was on with me right off the top of the show, and also a representative was with me uh, as well, and that was a Democrat, Jessica Benham. You can listen to both of those under the audio-video section of the kdkaradio.com page. Find out what they have to say and what we were talking about. Why not get it straight from the horse's mouth? That is The Drive at 5. It is brought to you each and every day at 5 o'clock. I'm Rick Dayton, and these are the stories driving headlines today.